Welcome to Dealcast, the weekly M&A podcast presented to you by Merger Market and SSNC Intralinks. I'm Juliana Needham, a business journalist who's been covering M&A for a decade. In this week's episode, we're looking at India's edtech sector. I'm joined by Ridima Saxena, a senior financial reporter for Merger Market. Hi, Ridima. Thanks very much for joining me today. Thank you so much, Julie, for having me today. So to begin with, could you explain the correction that you've seen in the edtech valuations in India, please? So India's ed- education technology sector, edtech sector, as we call it, uh, is primarily crowded with startups that are offering online schooling for kindergarten to the 12th grade students. And these startups saw a surge in investments from domestic and global investors, especially during the pandemic. The investments were so much so that in 2020, when uh, COVID-induced uh, lockdowns were uh, happening in India uh, and they almost became a norm and children were unable to attend schools physically, investments into uh, India's edtech companies more than tripled from the previous year to 59 deals for around $1.7 billion. And uh, this is according to DealLogic data. Now, according to the same data set, by the second wave uh, of COVID last year, private equity and venture capital firms were chasing edtech deals in the world's second most populous country, that is India, and the deal size got lifted to $2.6 billion for just 18 tie-ups. Now, uh, the finer point here uh, that one can see is that uh, there was more money chasing fewer deals by 2021. And uh, this shows the uh, dizzying high that the tech valuations saw uh, uh, until last year. And these valuations rose to eight times enterprise value to revenue multiple for large firms that had a sizable market share, while it was six to seven times for smaller tech companies. Um, Gopal Agrawal, who heads investment banking at Edelweiss Financial, told Merger Market when we did the report in June. Now, the rise in valuation also led to many billion-dollar valued companies or unicorns, as we call them in startup parlance. So, just in the past two years, we have companies like Unacademy, Vedantu, Ereditus, Upgrad, Lead School, and uh, Baiju's that, of course, became India's most valuable startup um, at $22 billion valuation in March this year. And uh, we also had uh, Physicswala, uh, which is the most recent um, uh, unicorn, edtech unicorn in India, uh, which in June uh, raised uh, funding at over a billion dollars. However, uh, it is quite evident by now that edtech startups that were earlier seeing burgeoning user growth when schools couldn't operate during the pandemic are now facing issues in getting paid subscribers. So, the funding euphoria is also waning uh, because of that. And India's edtech startups uh, in this year, uh, up until this year, have only seen 10 deals of around uh, $1.4 billion. And uh, Baiju's cash call that happened this year comprises more than half of the deal flow uh, that happened this year. So, uh, this reduced deal flow is also reflected in valuations, which have dropped by about 25% to six times revenue multiple for large edtech firms, while for smaller edtech companies, the cuts are deeper at anywhere between 20 to 40% to even up to a 
फोर एक्स रेवेन्यू मल्टीपल इज वॉट गोपाल अग्रवाल टोल्ड एस सो बिसाइड्स द वैल्यूएशन द नेचर ऑफ डील मेकिंग इन द स्पेस इज ऑल्सो चेंजिंग एज इट इज नाउ द स्पेशलाइज प्लेटफॉर्म्स लाइक फिजिक्स वाला एंड अपग्रैड दैट ऑफर एडुकेशन और ऑनलाइन एडुकेशन बियॉन्ड किंडर गार्टन टू ट्वेल्थ ग्रेड स्कूलिंग आर गेटिंग higher valuation and investor interest and the proof is in the pudding uh, in june itself physics wala as we spoke uh, raised 100 million dollar in its maiden funding round led by westbridge capital and uh, gsv uh, at a billion dollar valuation and upgrade 2 which offers professional courses um, raised 225 million dollars at a 2.25 billion dollar valuation so these are some of the large edtech deals that have happened and they are very different from uh, the earlier ones as uh, the investor funding used used to go to online schooling uh, startups rather than uh, you know specialized learning platforms so um, uh, even though uh, we are seeing uh, some investor interest uh, in edtech firms uh, even this year uh, the larger indian edtech sector faces a funding winter uh, and one of the vc investors uh, who has placed his bets in an edtech unicorn and other startups in the sector told merger market that investors are very cautious about valuations in the space and it will be hard to see many startups being valued uh, at over a billion dollar as they were uh, during the pandemic so this is not only in india uh, as the global edtech sector is also facing similar valuation cuts uh, large edtech firms uh, gopal agrawal told us uh, that were raising funds at nearly 7 to 8 times their revenue are now seeing their revenue multiples halving to about 4x and even at lower valuations agrawal uh, pointed out uh, deals are not going through easily as investors remain cautious and are taking their time with due diligence of some of these edtech companies so you touched a bit on it there particularly in relation to the larger companies but what does this current environment mean for both large and the smaller edtech groups in india sure so as we discussed earlier investors are remaining cautious which is leading to a funding slowdown in india's richly valued edtech segment now uh, as a result of that startups are being asked by their investors to extend their runway to 15 to 18 months or even longer which means they would have to significantly cut down costs the pressure is also on showing profitable growth so this has led to a spate of mass layoffs across large indian edtech firms in the, who are uh, basically trying to cut their expenses and extend their runway as investors are advising them so while many indian startups in other sectors have also resorted to layoffs employees in india's edtech segment have borne the maximum brunt of this funding winter um as uh, some local media reports have stated this year itself uh, unacademy which turned into a unicorn in 2020 laid off over 1000 employees in a cost cutting exercise byju's has also laid off at least 600 jobs um 300 at its learning platform topper and another uh, 300 as was reported uh, at its coding coding platform i'm sorry white hat junior so a similar exercise was also carried out at vidantu which is also a unicorn um it laid off 624 employees in may 
others uh, such as uh, eruditus which is also a unicorn also had similarly of smaller startups like lido learning front row have also laid off a portion of their workforce uh, some edtech companies uh, also had to shut shop due to the funding slowdown um, uh, which uh, an example of which would be gurugram based uday which shut down its operations in april 3 years after its inception and is uh, now returning as reported um, earlier uh, the 8.5 million dollar it had raised back to its investors so uh, the funding slowdown is affecting indian uh, tech startups large and small both in terms of uh, you know not just uh, ha- making them have to cut down on their expenses and extend their runways but also to rethink of transformation models um, as to how they can navigate uh, the environment now when the funding slowdown is there and uh, they have to still grow profitably great thank you and just a quick follow up question i guess this valuation cut is reflective of the wider tech sector which has seen its valuations kind of slashed globally Yes of course as Gopal Agrawal who we spoke to uh, for this uh, report that we published in June uh, told us that the valuation cut in the edtech space was mainly due to a mad funding rush until last year that uh, uh, you know pushed up the valuation significantly for some edtech market leaders it besides that it was as we have discussed also a factor of students opting for online education in the absence of physical schools during the pandemic um many edtech companies were also giving free access to students until last year when lockdowns were in place this also contributed to a rampant rise in their active user base but now as the pandemic is receding and user growth is falling due to reopening of schools investors are asking edtech firms in their portfolio to not spend excessively on user acquisition and instead focus on paid subscribers uh, they are also uh, you know worried about the kind of user growth uh, that these startups were seeing so another factor uh, besides uh, edtech that is also causing uh, the decline in valuation is the broader investment slowdown amid the current inflationary environment which is also marked by geopolitical shock waves from the russia ukraine war so this has led to global investors becoming cautious on the valuation front for technology companies at large uh, and in india too we have seen new age tech companies underperform on public markets uh, isaz ansari and i had covered this in a report published in may this year that talks about how india's new tech ipo bonanza uh, is gradually winding down so three factors one a mad funding rush in indian edtech uh, due to the pandemic second uh, reopening of schools and third uh, the fact that the larger uh, uh, global tech landscape is also facing a funding slowdown are all uh, contributing together to this uh, valuation cut in the edtech space and Does that hold true for all edtech companies or are there pockets within the sector that are still getting a lot of investor interest? Sure. So not all uh, edtech companies uh, are facing this and um, 
as we spoke about this, uh, some of the specialized learning platforms will continue to get investor interest, even if it is at lower valuation multiples than what was the case uh, during the pandemic. Um, Ankur Mittal, who is a partner at venture capital firm Fisis Capital, told us that early stage startups with differentiated offerings will continue to attract funding, while large players will need to diversify from their current models and include more skill-based learning and new learning pedagogy in their models. So, some example of uh, unique online edtech offerings uh, that uh, still will continue to get in investor interest are uh, online music coaching, extracurricular uh, classes that are beyond academics, artificial intelligence or so virtual reality-led learning and uh, startups helping private universities also to get more students uh, as Mittal pointed out. Uh, and another arena of investor interest as we have also seen um, in the current uh, funding uh, landscape is the competitive exam coaching and offering of professional courses that is also getting uh, a lot of investor interest. Uh, large edtech companies in India like Baiju's and Unacademy are also going hybrid in an attempt to grow profitably in the current situation. So hybrid here means that besides the online offering, they'll also have to offer some physical presence where students can come and attend uh, coaching classes. So to do that, Baiju's acquired Akash Educational Services, which is a 33-year-old uh, physical coaching center's chain in India this year. And an academy, which we spoke about, uh, it's also a unicorn. It launched its experience centers uh, in Delhi and is planning three others in Kota, Jaipur and Lucknow. So, um, Raja Lehri, who is a partner uh, for growth and overseas listing uh, leader at Grand, Grand Thought in Bharat, uh, very interestingly pointed out that with the pandemic receding, revenue growth for plain vanilla edtech companies is likely to moderate, which means that companies would need to adapt and build niche offerings, including hybrid models to attract funding and also grow in a profitable manner in the current environment where physical schools have reopened and the funding uh, slowdown is uh, persistent. Thank you. And so what's the way forward as an investor? What will be some of the key factors to watch out for in this space? And also what kind of M&A are you expecting as a result of this valuation cut during the rest of this year and going into next year? Investors will be watching out for a few trends that are emerging uh, due to the current uh, funding slowdown and valuation cuts in the Indian tech space. So one is, of course, consolidation in the sector, which will be closely monitored by investors. Um, Indian edtech companies are looking uh, at mergers and acquisitions now to be able to either switch to a hybrid model or to diversify their business offerings or for international expansion in case the India market is uh, not turning out to be as profitable as they had planned, uh, or even if it is for providing an alternative exit route to investors, M&A uh, will be a key focus in the Indian edtech space from here on. So, um, as Raja Lahiri of uh, Grand Thornton also pointed out to us that the consolidation wave in the edtech space this year will be different from how M&As have happened earlier in the sector, uh, which means that uh, this time the focus will be more on diversifying offerings and uh, going hybrid uh, rather than 
pure customer acquisition um gopal agrawal of edelweiss financial also said that this time they will be more balance sheet led and frugal uh, the mnas uh, in that sense we may see more varied forms of deal structures which could be either part cash part stock deals or all stock deals uh, as lehri pointed out to us um the other key thing to watch out for will be the listing timeline of uh, some of the indian edtech companies earlier um uh, you know as the pandemic uh, was in uh, was in full flow and we were seeing um, you know uh, uh, online ad tech companies getting rich valuations there were also talks of uh, companies like an academy and vedantu that were reportedly looking to go public in the short term uh, it's the ipo timelines uh, as the vc investor who spoke to us on condition of anonymity told us will need to get pushed uh and may shift to even 2024 it can't be immediate um the other key event in this space to watch out for will be edtech giant byju's global expansion and potential listing plan so byju's is also reportedly looking to go public uh but uh, recently the startup which is also the world's most valued edtech startup besides being india's most valued edtech startup uh, is facing a raft of allegations over its finances and operations a local media firm uh, reported that the auditing arm of consulting firm deloitte has in signed off on byju's financial statements for fiscal 2021 so now as byju's a part to its public listing uh, goes uh, and how or whether or not it succeeds uh, to get there and how it gets there uh, will also pave way for other startups in the space uh, on how they attract funding at better valuation and even go public once they start showing profitable growth so uh, these will be uh, to my mind some of the factors to watch out for uh, in the future for investors in the edtech space in india widmer that was great thanks very much That was Ridima Saxena, senior financial reporter for Merger Market. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Dealcast presented by Merger Market and SS&C Intralinks. Please rate, review and follow the podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or look out for your Merger Market news alert. For more information, have a look at our show notes. Join us next week for another episode.